Hello, and welcome to the Making Possibility podcast. My name is Manny, and today we're going to be talking about embracing the pain and suffering of life. Before we get started, let's talk a little bit more about what we mean by embracing the pain and suffering of life. In saying this, we don't mean to get stuck in the pain and suffering or to dwell in the pain and suffering and let it take over us, but instead to acknowledge it and turning towards it and seeing it for what it is. As I talk about this topic, think about how it ties to the following distinctions. What's at risk? Try on, comfortable being uncomfortable, and don't know, don't know. There is a lot of different ways that pain and suffering can show up in our lives and different things that bring about that. These are just a few examples. We can have a fear of losing things. This is when we feel attached to an experience or to a person or to something and we anticipate it leaving. It's part of the human experience to want to keep things that we like and hold on to those things. Next, there is a lack of feeling at home. Maybe there isn't a place or space or a relationship where you feel like you can belong. Or maybe there's just one relationship where you feel that way and you want to cling on to that and make sure it stays that way. Thirdly, there's the harm of technology. We live in a world where every day there's newer and newer technologies and it grows into different spaces, school, relationships, work, and more. Technology is a great way to connect to one another, but it can also take away from the experience and how we do self-care. And lastly, the lack of having a role model. Your life is constantly changing. It doesn't look the same as what it did a week ago or a month ago or the new school year or getting a new job. If we don't have someone in those spaces to help us and guide us, then we can feel stuck or unprepared to embrace those new changes. Those are just a couple of examples of what brings pains and suffering. And also there's other ways that suffering and pain can show up. So now how do we deal with this? How do we work with it and turn towards it? How do we embrace the pain and the suffering? One of the ways that we can work with it is by living in the present. We can accept that it's natural to have fear of things coming and going, especially when we love them. It's part of human nature to want to stay in the comfortableness and the things that we like and the joy of life. But it's natural and it's part of the human experience for things to come and things to end. Secondly, we can see the impacts of how activities like technology can impact our self-care. At what point do things like technology take away from our self-care? And how can we work around that or shift our habits to be able to incorporate new self-care activities? Maybe you like scrolling through social media, but maybe after 10 or 15 or 20 minutes, you start realizing that it's no longer fun. Thirdly, you can find evidence that you belong and engage in spaces where others see and hear you. We are quick to notice all the ways in which the world tells us that we don't belong. And in doing that, we can filter out the beautiful things in which tells us that we do belong, that we matter, and that we're connected. Be intentional throughout your day to see how you connect to people and in what places you feel like you connect more over other areas in your life. And how we can build a space around us, a community where we feel connected and loved. Lastly, you can identify people around you 
that you can look up to, to for guidance and inspiration, or maybe people who have gone through similar things like you that can maybe give you some guidance in it. As I've worked with embracing the pain and suffering of life, I've noticed a couple of things about myself. I've noticed that when I want to shy away from it or pretend like there is no pain or suffering and I just bottle it up inside, when it eventually does come up, it comes up stronger than it would have if I would have just been in the experience of it in the first place. It feels like when I push it down, it becomes shaken up like a can of soda that when it finally comes out, it explodes and gets everywhere. As I've worked with this new style of embracing pain and suffering, I've learned how to be able to meet it. I've learned how I could be kinder to myself and meet the pain and suffering for what it wants to tell me and show me. One of the things that I'm super tied to is getting really good grades in class. I'm a junior in college now and I'm graduating in the next year or two and I wanna finish strong. I wanna finish with a high GPA and with good grades. But that pulls me away from being able to celebrate the little wins that are going to get me there. During my midterm exams this semester, I was really scared of the impact that they would have on my grades. I worked all semester to be able to keep my grades up to high B's or A's. And I was scared of what the midterms could do. And then I took the midterms and I ended up getting good grades. It didn't bring my grades up more, but it also didn't knock them down. It said where they were at, where I liked them to be. And I immediately went into, well, what's my next assignment? How can I keep my grades up or keep them the same for my next assignment? I was so scared of letting go of those good grades or of them leaving that I couldn't live in the present. I couldn't see the accomplishment I just did. I just finished my midterms. I hit the midpoint of my semester. I'm in a good standing and I got good grades on those exams. During that time, my mentor checked up on me. She knew my midterms were coming up, and so she wanted to see how I did and if I had my grades back yet. During our conversation, I told her how I got good grades and how I wanted to keep moving and keep studying for my next assignments to be able to continue to hold on to those grades. She had to stop me and help me realize and take a breather, help me see the accomplishment I just did. I got good grades during my midterm. My grades stayed where I wanted them to be. She helped me realize that I had this fear of losing those good grades that were just making me see the future and miss out in the little things, the little accomplishments I was doing in the present. A different way in which I've embraced pain and suffering in my life is just observing how technology has an impact in the things I do how technology has an impact on the way I interact with my friends and my girlfriend and my family and how it impacts how I show up at work. With the holidays coming up, I want to be really intentional in seeing how technology and other things affect my self-care, knowing and acknowledging that the holidays can be a very emotional time for me. How can I show up during dinners or conversations with my family and not let technology get in the way or not let other things get in the way either? During the holidays, usually me and my friends sit down and take a breather. We're on break from school, so there's not a lot of assignments going down. And so we like to play video games with each other online. Or we like to text each other about different things we've been doing, different things we have to do, things like that. Sometimes, without realizing it, it can get in the way in the relationships with me and my family. 
during dinner, I'm on my phone a lot, seeing what my friends have to do, seeing what time they're going to get online, seeing when we're going to hang out, instead of having conversations with my family members who are right there, right in front of me. All I have to do is put my phone down and be able to talk to them. My mentor helped me realize that I was doing this because I was feeling disconnected. I wanted to connect with my friends, know when I could connect with them, know when we were going to hang out and connect that way, build my community that way. But I was also disconnecting with my family who was directly in front of me. I encourage you to think about what has caused pain and suffering recently in your life. Discuss with your mentor how that has felt how the pain and suffering has shown up. Talk to your mentor about how pain and suffering shows up in their life, how they work with it and how they turn towards the pain and suffering. Ask your mentors about any parts of their lives where maybe they shy away from the pain and suffering and try to ignore it and how that later shows up in their life. Have a conversation with your mentor about one or two things that you can tend to in the next month to help you embrace the pain and suffering. I also encourage you to continue Kama Workshops, where we will continue to dive into new content to help you reach your goals and reach your true self. And with that being said, I want to thank you for listening and tuning in and remind you to make those possibilities yours.